Hollywood, California, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's musical comedy, the radio version of the Paramount Picture success, You Can't Ration Love, starring Dick Hames and Betty Rhodes. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lawrence. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. An interesting letter from a listener, and I quote, Dear Mr. Lloyd, I'm not a grumbler, and I can prove it. I haven't a drop of gasoline in my car, and I'm willing to walk two miles to the market. I don't have any points to buy meat, so my husband and I will eat eggs for the next two weeks. We don't mind rationing at all. My only concern is the rumor that the senators in Washington are considering a bill to ration love. Don't let them do it, Mr. Lloyd. That's asking for too much." Unquote. Madam, you're in capable hands. I introduce you to a great star who is going to fight your battle in You Can't Ration Love, Dick Haynes. Thank you, Mr. Lloyd. Dick, I understand that you're being co-starred with Betty Grable in the 20th Century Fox Technicolor production, Billy Rose's Diamond Horseshoe. That's right. And Dick, I understand that you do a lot of scenes there where you kiss Grable. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, what about Harry James? Oh, I'm sorry, but uh, he's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. Uh, Dick, you know that you play a college man in our show tonight. And there's a very lovely co-ed who's going to play opposite you. Oh? I'm referring to the little girl who played the lead in the picture, You Can't Ration Love, and is the first lady of television, Betty Rhodes. <laughs> Betty, how do you feel about going to college again? I, I mean, in the play. Oh, I'm very happy about it, Harold. Especially when I discovered that I'm majoring in Hames. <gasps> Ames. <laughs> I understand we have several love scenes. Mm, and I had to be a comedian. <laughs> well, on with the show, which in this instance is quite a departure from our usual run of plays. You see, it's a musical about a new world, the Hepcat world, and it starts of all places in a movie theater. The feature picture has just ended, and it's time for the newsreel. Let's hear what the newscaster says. Hold on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Love is being rationed at Adams College, the oldest co-ed school in America. <laughs> Statistics show that in 1941, there was an equal number of male and female students and everybody was happy. <laughs> in 1942, the ratio changed from three women to every man. And the girls began to wear skirts that were shorter and the vogue for sweaters reached its peak. And <laughs> And in 1945... <laughs> Did you hear a man's voice in that crowd? No? Well, there is one. Listen. My name is John Simpson. I am one of the five men left at Adams College. You are? 
Oh, you are? <laughs> well, why haven't you registered with the Love Ration Board? Hey, girls, we got another candidate for the love machine. Do you need a machine now? Well, <laughs> no. you see, it's just a gadget that registers your point value. Bubbles here kisses you, and the love pressure gauge records how many ration points you're worth. Mm, the higher it goes, the more points you're worth. Fifteen points is normal. But you can't ration love. Oh, no? Well, listen, small, weak, and droopy, you're now listed as a commodity shortage. <laughs> With a triple X priority. Well, uh, what's the X for? Exceptional. <laughs> All right, now step on the machine and here we go. Only two points. You aren't even an amateur. <laughs> Bubbles here. It's a week since love rationing started, and already I'm out of points. Well, Nat, you've been dating that beautiful hunk of man Pete Jordan all week, and honey, he takes a lot of points. Now you take two points, Simpson. They ought to call him three points, Simpson. His head comes to a point two. <laughs> I think he's cute in a gruesome sort of way. You do. <laughs> well, now look, give me three reasons. Well, the first is he's a man. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the other two reasons don't count. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that gives me an idea. If I can remodel that two-point character into, say, a 25-point item and then farm him out to the other girls, I can make 23 points profit per date. Then I can own Pete Jordan. Well, but that's black marketing. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me, I have a high priority down at Lilac Lane. Who's the lucky fella, huh? Any fellow I can find. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Lilac Lane. Bubbles, you're a genius. Just the place to build up that two-point Simpson into a 25-point number. Ever been down the Lilac Lane before, Simp? I mean, Johnny? No, I haven't, Miss Hammond. Now, as I was saying, oxygen and fluorine form no compound, but oxygen and chlorine... Oh, what a night for romance. Why, it's everywhere. Oh, Johnny, it's in the air. Can't you smell it? That's not romance. That's fertilizer. <laughs> I think we'd better go back. Oh, now, wait a minute. The poor horse likes it here. You know, the green grass and quiet and the moonlight... Did you say something? <laughs> oh, pardon me <laughs> You know, John You remind me of my father You're so shy and so gentle And so fine Please, Miss Hammond You're crushing my tie <laughs> Besides, it's 8.30 Love has no hours That is a scientific inaccuracy So I'm working overtime Oh! <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Bubbles must have discovered a man But that, that sounded like a wolf howl Well, that's one way of warning the pack to stay away <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to him, Johnny It may help you Bubbles' boyfriend, Cupie, really knows how to pitch that woo Now, Cupie, say nice things to me You, you mean right here? <laughs> oh, certainly, certainly oh, I, I, I don't 
Wanna? <laughs> Say nice things to me. Oh, all right, Bubbles, but first put that club away, will you? <laughs> there. Now let's hear them. You're so beautiful. You're tender. You're so fine. So far, so good. I mean, so fair. <laughs> oh, gee. Now say it with your eyes open. Oh, you're so fine, so gentle, so kind, so... Oh, Cupid, you're so strong, you overwhelm me. Uh, I do? Oh. Kiss me. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> oh, you beast, you beast, you. More, more. <laughs> Honey, you're, you're holding me so tight I can hardly move my arms. <laughs> How can you say that, you brute, you? Oh, why is it that some girls get all the romantic fellas? Now you take Betty. Her boyfriend is so, so fierce, so wonderful, so soft, so romantic, and so virile. That I was virile. <laughs> well, you are, Johnny. Tell me about yourself. I know so little about you. Well, I come from a long line of professors. I tutor in Greek mythology and in trigonometry. My, but you've lived. <laughs> And we have so little time to discover each other, Johnny. Yes, it is getting late, isn't it? Johnny, do you always go to bed at nine o'clock? No, no. Sometimes I go to bed at a quarter past nine. <laughs> well, in that case, Johnny, I'd better sing you a lullaby. You're completely unaware, dear that my heart is in your hands. So for love's sake, won't you listen and try to understand? I Oh. 
was awful pretty. You know, I used to sing in the church choir. Oh, really, Johnny? Well, that makes you a natural for the Adams College Varsity Show. Well, uh, what do I have to do? Just sing like Dick Ames. And now back to Harold Lloyd and tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, You Can't Ration Love, starring Dick Hames and Betty Rose. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Kaiser builds ships, Douglas builds planes, and Betty is building a high-point groove character out of a low-point square. According to the jargon of the Hepcats, it means she's making a glamour boy out of two-point Simpson. Thus far, she has sold him the idea of wearing a zoot suit with a replete. The scholarly Simpson is completely bewildered as Betty continues her campaign to make him a 30-point man. Now, what's that? Well, uh, that's a rhythm ballad? Oh, no, 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 Johnny. That's a jump tune. Now, dig this. Do what? Dig it, boy. Watch this. That's, uh, top pop. That's the kind that the slick chicks like. <laughs> right, man. Now you're gated up. Gated up? Yeah, that means you know the score. You're hip. You're now a full-fledged groove character. Well, then send me solid with that last lesson in the art of lovemaking, huh? Hey, Johnny Simpson, I never taught you that. Where did you learn that? Well, I've been studying nights. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, if inorganic compounds can get that way, why can't we? Let's put it to music at tonight's rehearsal, hmm? Look out front. Yeah, the whole female population of Adams is out for tonight's rehearsal. I'm a great press agent, and I love to be pressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they've all got that hungry look. Mm, after what I told them, they'll eat Two Point Simpson up. Do you know what he's selling on the black market? He's selling for five points more than beautiful hunk of man Jordan. Bubbles, you gotta go out and tell the girls he's off the market. Oh, I've sold too much stock to tell those she-wolves that. Well, you've enough points to start your own OPA. Well, he's off the market. It's final. Give him back their ration points. Oh, I get it. You're in love with him yourself. Well, what if I am? <laughs> All right, but I'm going to need police protection. Hello, chicken. What's kicking? Oh. <laughs> Hiya, Gator. See you later. Hi, above. Feeling groovy tonight? Well, aren't you the solid sender? Reet. Hickey. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, it's, it's wonderful. No one talks English anymore. <laughs> well, look out front. The co-eds in wolves' clothing are awaiting your performance. Uh, Betty, I want you to know how I feel about, well, about a lot of things. Since you took me in hand... Well, Johnny, it, it's all all right. It's... Oh, no, I, I owe you an awful lot. I don't know why you've been doing all this for me. Oh, that sounds like my cue, Jackson. Well, you're really solid, Simpson. Go on out and send them. Ah, if my heart could only find a voice Ah, me, if my heart could only find a voice 
she'd hear something new and thrilling would she but bestow a willing Mind for Tuesday night, lover boy. What's this all about? Haven't you heard? 30 Point Simpson. You're the new love potion on the market. I'm what? Love potion. Oh, Johnny, drug me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. Believe me, I am. So, I'm the square you've built into a groove character, huh? And you sold me on the black market for 25 points. 30, Johnny. But I tried to buy him back. Yeah, I'll bet you did. You with your ration book full of extra points and your shopping bag full of that ham steak Pete Jordan. But, Johnny, if you'll only let me explain, I'll tell you exactly why. Goodbye. But, Johnny, where are you going? I'm... I'm going down to the drugstore and get me a malted. A (laughs) a double (laughs) malted. Yes? Uh, You look a little tired. Well, this radio business is pretty exacting. Rehearsals at all hours of the day. Matter of fact, I was at the studio this morning at 7 a.m. But that's not so bad, Harold. Just imagine yourself this morning, right out of bed. 
You've got to get to work bright and early, and you're in an awful rush. Oh, but just suppose your shoelaces are tied up in big knots, and you can't untie them to save your life. Well, listen, friend, don't go to work in your stockings. Just remind yourself to say, Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, indeed, smokers. You're stepping into real enjoyment when you get the swell extra flavor of an old gold. Plus, it's special protection against cigarette dryness. You see, Old Gold's grand blend of fine tobaccos, including a touch of costly, fragrant Latakia tobacco, is specially conditioned with apple honey to help preserve natural moisture, to help prevent cigarette dryness. So, for a better, keener, zestier smoke, light an Old Gold. But friends, please remember, while we're producing all the cigarettes possible without sacrificing any of Old Gold's quality, the men and women in our armed forces get first consideration. However, we're doing our level best to assure fair distribution of all remaining old goals. So, if you must be content with substitute brands today, be content to know that tomorrow, if you ask, your dealer may have old goals. And now to Act Three of You Can't Ration Love, starring Dick Hames and Betty Rose. All right, Mr. Lloyd. My advice to any senator who will listen is you can't ration love. Ask Betty. She's an authority. The career of Two Point Simpson has skyrocketed. His last black market quotation was 70 points, with plenty of takers and the end isn't in sight. Heavenly Simpson, as he is now called, has become a recluse and dares not venture out after dark. He even wears dark glasses and a false beard to disguise himself. He hates women, and particularly Betty. Well, I warned you, Betty, that falling in love is no joke. Especially if you've fallen as many times as I wish I had. Gee, Bubbles, I I've just got to see Johnny. But I can't get near him long enough to explain. Oh, you've fallen for that goon boy, haven't you? Well, <laughs> just leave it to Mother. What's cooking, Bubbles? You know that scene in the last act of the show where Johnny sings to you? Mm-hmm. Well, in the marriage scene, in the grand finale, why don't I get a real judge to play the part and marry both of you on stage? Can I go with you on the honeymoon? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. What about a marriage license? Well, in this state, only one person needs to apply. Yeah, but what happens to the actor who plays the role of the judge? Ah, leave him to me. I'll take care of him. But what are you going to get? Where are you going to get a real judge? It so happens that I know a judge who was once a character actor at Paramount. So? Well, he married so many people in pictures that he decided to go into the business for himself. See, Judge, there he is on the other side of the stage. Oh, he's the most unhappy man in the world. Why? Well, ever since he began to sing like Dick Haynes, he's had no private life of his own. That's so. Well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> well, see that girl over there? The uh, one standing next to him? Yeah. Uh, well, she's very much in love with him, and he's very much in love with her, but they're both very stubborn people. Yes. Well, I'm not in the habit of marrying stubborn people. <laughs> oh, but they should get married. They'll be very happy once they do. That ain't the way I heard it. <laughs> well, now, uh, what do you want me to do again? Well, you've got to marry them fast during the mock wedding ceremony in the grand finale. And this is it. Oh, you mean on stage? Yes. Oh, you're not afraid, are you? Oh, say, it's a good thing I've got my union card. Paid up, too. <laughs> uh, 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 
Go ahead, Judge. There's your cue. Lucky thing I didn't forget my book. See, she's a pretty nice-looking gal. Not a bad-looking boy, either. <clears throat> uh, all right, uh, hold hands. That's it. Now, young man, you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? What are you doing on this stage? Came to marry you. Go on, Judge. That's a great start. Uh, uh, now, young man, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? No. Uh, well, this is very confusing. <laughs> now, to, let's start again. Let's start again here. Young lady, do you take this young woman, this young man here to be your lawfully wedded husband? Yes. Well, that's 50%. <laughs> but if he doesn't want to marry me, I don't want to marry him. Simpson, you'd better off be married. There's a pack of she-males out there just waiting to tear you limb from limb. I don't know why. Is that so? I'll have you know that I... Oh, well, we're progressing. We're progressing here. That's 75%. Uh, now, uh, do you, John Simpson, take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? Say I do. Now, look, I don't like you. You don't have to. You ain't me marrying me. <laughs> I wouldn't marry you. You're too skinny. Now, wait a minute, Judge. You're talking about the man I love. It turned into a spike campaign. Uh, you really hate me, Simpson? I do. There, you said it. <laughs> and you, Betty Hammond, take this man to be your lawful wedded husband, better or for worse? I'll take him just as he is, Judge. And you can have him. I now pronounce you man and wife. Gosh, I'm a married man. And Johnny, I wouldn't sell you for a hundred points. You are the angel glow That lights the stars The dearest things I know but you are Someday My happy arms Will hold you And someday I'll know That moment divine Dick Ames. And Betty Rhodes. Saying goodnight to you for Old Gold. And I hope that you'll be with us again next Sunday when the Old Gold Comedy Theater presents Burgess Meredith and Paulette Goddard in Standing Room Only. See you then. Can't Race in Love was presented through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures, producers of the picture Practically Yours. Dick Hames can be heard in his own program, Everything for the Boys, sponsored by Autolite. And now until next Sunday evening, don't let little annoyances get you down. Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Its tobacco is conditioned with apple honey to help guard against cigarette dryness and gives you more smoking pleasure. 
And listen to Old Gold's other great new show, Which is Which, with Ken Murray as MC, Richard Himber's orchestra, and famous stage, screen, and radio personalities, or their reasonable facsimiles. Tune in Wednesday night on another network. Consult your newspaper for time and station. This is Bob Williams saying good night for Old Gold. This is the National Broadcasting Company.